and welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. Every relationship begins with you. So we are on to part four of our seven-part series on relationship and ambivalence. Basically, should I stay or should I go? Such a big question for so many people. And today we're going to basically talk about that basically we are. <laughs> What's your bottom line? Having a bottom line is key to making a, a well thought out um, conscious decision that is going to help you know that you have actually made the right decision because regret is a useless emotion. And when we regret something and we feel guilty about something, it weighs us down. So we're today, we're going to talk about your, you know, bottom line, because we don't, there, you know, the two things we want to avoid when we're figuring this out, if, you know, do I stay, should I stay or should I go, is that you want to avoid staying when you would actually be happiest leaving, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And you want to avoid um, um, leaving when you really would be happy staying. And it's so hard. And the problem is, is that people don't actually make the decision and and all of a sudden you know what guess what it's 40 years later and they've been living in ambivalence for 30 years 25 years or maybe they're you know 35 of the 40 years or whatever it is or you know seven of the 10 and so it, it's you're wasting your life so um one of the things is is that you know um one of the biggest differences between people who stayed when they should have left um, and people who avoided this mistake was they actually had a personal bottom line. And you have to ask yourself, do you have a bottom line? And if your partner crosses that bottom line, are you ready to say, okay, you know what? I'm done. This is something that um, really it, it, there's no there's no question anymore if i should stay or should i go you know and what happens is when you um ignore that bottom line okay and and you don't your partner crosses it you don't act on it then basically what you're doing is you're self mutilating and and why is that because it's it's basically as if you'd say well, I felt that was completely unacceptable and part of me still feels that way, but then they did what I said that was my bottom line um, and yet I couldn't and I wouldn't do anything about it. So um, yeah, I'm just going to stay in relationship ambivalence. And, it, and you know what it does? It basically gives you permission to do nothing. It gives you permission. You're giving yourself permission to stay in relationship ambivalence. Why fear? Fear of the unknown. Fear of do I, have, you know, will I find love again? Fear of loneliness. Fear of so many things. Because the only reason you're staying in the relationship ambivalence is because of fear. Because most likely you're codependent, for sure. Um, because a healthy person, a strong, confident, healthy person doesn't stay in relationship ambivalence. They don't. They respect themselves and they love themselves and, you know, and they heal the codependency and they go and when they heal or they go and then they heal and they, and they don't go back into a relationship that creates relationship ambivalence, you know, and I'm here to tell you that staying when your bottom line is crossed actually does so much harm to you and your self-esteem and your self-confidence and your self-respect. 
So, you know, I'm going to kind of help you unpack this, you know, what is your bottom line? How do you figure it out, right? Because, you know, when you betray yourself, again, it's psychologically devastating. So you have to know, so part of the, how to find your bottom line is this, is, you know, ask yourself, what are my personal limits? What are they? You know, um, and, and, and I don't know. You know that. So, you know, um, you have to, you know, figure out what experiences are you not willing to accept? What things are, you know, are too big for you that, that nope, that's my bottom line. You've crossed it. I'm not going back, you know, um, some bottom lines that I've heard from people before is, you know, if my partner doesn't want sex for six months again, I'm out, I'm done. Right. And I, Hey, guess what? I don't disagree with that. If you're not having sex for six months in your relationship, something's up, something's wrong. And if, and, and if your partner's okay with it, then guess what? They're in relationship ambivalence and they're complacent and somebody's got to do something. You know, now, now, does that mean that during those six months, you can't say to your partner, listen, I am, I'm not going to keep dealing with this. We have to fix this. And if they keep ignoring it, say hey, six months is up. It's done. It's time to go. You know, if that is, if that is your bottom line, then it's time to go. You know, um, I've heard this before and I love this one. You know, if, if my wife humiliates me again in front of the children, I'm ending the relationship. And that's a big one. Humiliating your partner or your spouse in front of anyone, let alone your children, and they keep doing it. That's a great bottom line. You know, um, you know, uh, other ones are, you know, my partner spouse is trying to prevent me from having a career. You know, um, they're sabotaging me with a career. That's a great one. Um, um, you know, what a person that gambles, right? If he or she goes in and wastes money on, you know, if I find out that they went shopping and spent this much or they gambled or the, those are all amazing bottom lines. And of course, yes, you, you know, the big question in the room right now, elephant is an affair. Yes. Now here's the thing with the affair. And I'm going to tell you is that so many people say it's the bottom line and then the spouse cheats and it's not the bottom line. And so now you're left feeling um, like, well, wait a minute. You, again, you you feel that the, your self confidence goes away, and all of those things because an affair is a very difficult thing to work through. And you start, you know, when you find out your spouse or partner had an affair, the thoughts that go through your mind are much different than, um, it, you know, if they did you know, spend too much money or whatever, it becomes so personal, right? And you feel like you're not good enough and you want to prove you're good enough. And more than anything, you want to punish the spouse, your partner. How do you punish them? You punish them more by, in your mind, and it's not true, by staying and oh, punishing them every day than just leaving. So you, before you say that your bottom line is an affair, you really, really need to think about that, okay? Because um, I'm not going to tell you what they should or shouldn't be, but if if you know that there is a small chance that you would try to reconcile, don't make it be your bottom line, okay? Because again, it's it's then you go back to um, the fact that 
you you feel horrible about yourself. Like you feel the, your self-respect has been rocked because you said you were going to do this. This is my bottom line. And it's not. You tolerate it. It's not good. So so what here's I'm going to help you right now. It's up to you. And I want you to decide what is the bottom line. So I want you to get out a piece of paper. And I am going to um, say a statement. And then I'm going, I want you to write three lines down and you fill in the blanks. So question number one, if my partner did A, B, or C, one, two, or three. So put out, so write down three different things. If my partner did, had an affair, um, you know, spent too much money, I don't know. You write those things down. Um, now, and then after that, so if my partner did have an affair, then I feel I'd have to leave the relationships. That's how you finish the sentence. So if my partner did blank, then I feel I'd have to leave the relationship. Fill in the blank. What, what is, what comes to your mind? What's the first thought that comes to your mind? Number two, if my partner didn't do blah, 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 whatever it is, ABC, you know, if you can think of three things, then I'd have to leave the relationship. So for instance, if my partner didn't have sex with me for six months, I would have, then I'd leave the relationship. I don't know, fill in the blank. Number three, last question. If these things were true about, about my partner, then I'd feel I'd have to leave the relationship. Okay. So now this is where you're giving basically yourself the opportunity, you know, to write down any of the problems that keep coming up, you know, in, in, in the relationship. So, you know, if there is something about your partner that he or she knew, you know, was a problem and in willing to change, obviously, you know, you go get help and you, you guys figure it out. Um, you know, but you remember if, if somebody acknowledges that they will change and no change is happening or they refuse to go get help, you know, hire somebody or, you know, I don't know, do something together, however you want to fix it. Um, and your bottom line is being crossed. Your answer is clear. And as long as you ignore the answer, you're staying in a crappy relationship, a toxic relationship, because an unhappy relationship where your needs are not getting met and somebody is blatantly ignoring what you need and what you're asking for, as long as it's reasonable, then guess what? It's toxic. It's not good for you. So, so let's say, um, you know, it has your, let me, I'm going to ask you the question. Let's say you already have a bottom line. Has your partner, you know, violated it? Have they already violated it? And, you know, and is that keeping you stuck? Because what happens when they violate your bottom line and nothing has happened is you go from relationship ambivalence to relationship hell. Because you lost respect for yourself, you hit, you're angry at your partner, and, and it's really getting ugly, ugly, ugly. And so, so have they already crossed your bottom line? You know, if they have, you guys have to seek help, or you have to realize it's time to go. You see, because what happens is if they break the deal, okay, let's say you told them a bottom line and they broke the deal, and you're still there, well, then guess what? It's not a deal breaker. Which got, so what does that lead to? Well, when is the when is a bottom line not a bottom line? Well, guess what? Your bottom line is not a bottom line when you're no longer married to your partner, but you're married to your ambivalence. 
And that's the truth. And why would you be married to your ambivalence more than you would be married to your partner? Fear, fear of the unknown, fear of the loneliness, fear of money, fear, 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 whatever it is, your self-limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck in codependency. Because if you are a healthy, strong, confident individual and your bottom line has been crossed, you leave. You aren't ambivalent. I'm all, all good for ambivalence, but when ambivalence has been, your your bottom line has been crossed, it's time to go. And if you don't, that means you're more married to the ambivalence than you are to your partner, okay? And many people have come to me, not looking to me actually for um, like clarity, right? It, it, it's because, what are they coming for me, to me for? Well, just to say to their partner, I, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to get help. It's basically, I'm a scare tactic. I am a scare tactic because they don't have any real plans to leave. And when you're married to your ambivalence, it's a very, very lonely place to be. Why would you want to stay stuck there? You don't, right? So the bottom line about bottom line. So let me, so let me give you a few tips. Okay. So You've got to give your permission, yourself permission to have them. See, because otherwise you're damaging and betraying yourself by going along with things that violate a bottom line that really does exist. Because I know you have one. And it's okay to have one, okay? Number two, you've got to discover what they actually are. So if you don't have one, you think you are, discover, figure out what really is it. Has it been crossed? If it has, what are you doing? Is it because you feel... Um, this is an excuse I hear all the time. Well, I really didn't tell them that that was my bottom line. Okay, great. Tell them now. You've crossed my bottom line. Um, now, does it sound ridiculous to say you've crossed my bottom line? Um, you didn't know my bottom line, but I'm leaving. Maybe. Yeah. So what could you do? So what's a, how could you handle it? You could say, you know what? You've, I, I'm really not happy. And I don't know if I should stay or should I go. And I believe, you you know, I, I don't like these things that are happening. And now you can announce, here's my bottom line. And let's see, can then, and seek help. Does it change? Are they changing then? Are they going to try to change? And are they going to try to get the help that you guys need? Or are they going to cross your bottom line? And if they do, it's time to go. Number three, you know, again, you've got to this is basically part of what I already said in number two. Tell your partner what the bottom line is. And it, it can't be a threatening statement. It's just got to come across as factual. It's got to be what's real for you. So it would be, here's, I've done a lot of thinking. So this is the way you can, you would do this. I've done a lot of thinking. Uh, um, I'm, I know that I'm not happy in this relationship and I'm not happy. You're not happy. I think that we're both in relationship ambivalence. I both, I think we're both wondering, do we stay or should we go? But we're holding on to something. And I want you to know that this is my bottom line. If you do this, then I'm leaving. If you don't do this, then I'm leaving. I would like to try to fix this. I, are you, are you willing to fix this? Are you willing to get help with me? If they're not willing to get help, I can tell you, you should probably leave unless, again, you want to live in ambivalence and you want to live in mediocrity and not such a great relationship. You know, that's up to you. Um, and then finally, you got to follow through. A bottom line is a deal breaker. 
See, the bottom line isn't an annoyance. You're not telling somebody your bottom line to annoy them. Okay. You know, you and your partner can guess what? Struggle over something. And you both find it annoying all the way up until the day you die. You know what? But if you say this is your bottom line, that's the end of the line. And you've got to get act on it. You do. Okay. You don't have to make anything a bottom line. That really isn't a bottom line for you. Remember, I don't want you to do that. But this is a part of, you know, like, how do you know? This is one of the questions I ask my clients, right? So, um, so my final question is to you is this, and I, and I want you to really think about this and then I'm going to leave you. And after this today, we have, um, uh, I think three parts left. So is this, is that what do you need to be happy? Are you ready? I'm going to ask it again. Here we go. What do you need to be happy? Because ultimately having a bottom line is all about your safety and your freedom. And what do safety and freedom equal and all of those other things, happiness? Knowing how much is too much means you can always feel safe. Knowing where to draw the line means you're free to have the kind of life that meets your needs and only you know that. And so what is going to make you happy? What is happiness to you in your relationship? Okay, thank you for turning, tuning in to Relationship Rescue. Every relationship begins with you. And that includes your romantic relationships, your work relationships, your work, your relationships with your family, your friends, strangers. It all begins with you. Okay, so big announcement. Um, I do it yourself course. Um, actually, it's called Tackling Toxic Relationship. Every relationship begins with you um, is now available. You can take do the course anytime. All you you literally access it lifetime access. You have all access to every single lesson in a module there is, and it is amazing. Or guess what? I'm going to run it as a group and give some pretty cool bonuses. Um, and that is going to start on July 18th. But as of right now, you can do it as a do it yourself course. You know what? The link to sign up and to grab it now is in the um right here in the um in the uh in the description of this episode so go click on that link learn more and you know what tackling toxic relationships is not just about romantic relationships it's every relationship because every relationship begins with you thanks again have a good evening morning afternoon whatever time it is wherever you are in this world and i think bye